podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi, and welcome along to the Invincible Podcast with our man Lee Judges in the building. Just before we get started, just a reminder that it's only a few days to go now on the 23rd of this month of May. We are live, live with an audience at the Islington Assembly Hall. If you haven't already got tickets for it, click the link in the description. Make sure you join us on the night. Um, I'm going to be there. Lee's going to be there. We've got uh, loads of guests there as well from um, AFTV. We're going to be doing a Q&A. We're going to be talking about Arsenal season. And we're also going to be revealing who is the AFTV Arsenal player of the season. Now, if you want to vote in that, um, you can get onto the app AFTV Plus right now and put your votes in. But we're going to be revealing that on the night. But as I said, join us. We look forward to to seeing you guys on the night. Already loads of tickets have been sold and we're really looking forward to seeing you guys on the night there. Islington Assembly Hall, Invincible Podcast Live. Lee, good to see you, mate. Now, what yeah. have you been up to? I saw you hobbling into here. Um, I know you haven't been too well this nah, week. Ah, been in bitch. Been in bitch. I mean, I've got to say, right? I don't know, man, that, that you were playing football. I've warned you about yeah. this before. Yeah. I've said to you, you know what I mean? You're not... Uh, uh, no, a 21-year-old yeah, no. William Saliba, you know no, what I mean? Oh, or, no, oh, no. You're not an Odegaard, you're not even a Granite Xhaka. No, no. Right? <laughs> I mean, you're a little bit older than those guys. I know you love playing football, but the time's starting to come where you yeah. got, might have to hang them boots up, mate. Oh, I, I, I saw that tackle that got put in on you in that game, and you got taken out, and you haven't been feeling too good no, after No, I haven't recovered from it since. Like, you know what I mean? I've damaged all my, my ribs around the back and out that, and... Uh, I've been honestly in absolute agony, like you know. Um, I was seventy-five uh, percent breathing Jeez. afterwards, like you know. So um, yeah, and um, been passed out. You passed out? Yeah, like, you know, I don't know if you can see that. Like, bank cracked my head. Yeah, like you I was passed just, out and cracked your head. I was in so much pain. Well, I got up to go to the toilet in the night, three o'clock in the morning. I live obviously live on my own as well, don't I? So. And I just remember coming over all up and sweaty, and then just waking up on the floor. Oh my so god! So like, what what we think happened was the, I bashed my head on the banister, and all my heads all side on this side hurts, and the muscles just crashed onto the sort of thing. Like, yeah, I've been in absolute bits. Jeez, like. in hospital? Yeah, went hospital Monday. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, that, apparently there's nothing you can do with ribs, whether they're broken or not. Yeah, just give you the painkillers and all that. It's, it's more we're worried you're about your brain. Them. I think I've cracked a couple, and they don't actually X-ray your ribs. They don't, they say, it? No, it's because there's no point. They say there's no, no point. You want to know what's wrong with well, it? Well, yeah, I know. That's what they say. They, they don't do it. You know, you know what I mean? It's a weird. It's a weird thing. I don't like. You can have, you NHS can wait to have it done, but uh, yeah, if you apparently if you crack, break, or bruise your ribs, the same treatment. The only thing that they're worried about if you crack or break your ribs is you can puncture your lung and things like that. Yeah. So the, the doctor actually had a gut me for going to the Arsenal on the, on Sunday. Oh, he said he shouldn't have went? Nah, because he should like, just in case I'd punched my lungs or anything like that, I should have gone and got myself checked out. So if you ever do something like that, go to the hospital, get them checked out because it is dangerous for your breathing and things like that, like, you know. So, yeah, the doctor had a gut me and said to me, you know, you should have come straight down here. And, and got yourself checked out. Wasted your time going to Arsenal, that's oh, for sure. 
I wish I, I wish I had gone to the hospital after. If I'd known what I know now, I'd have gone to the hospital, like, you know what I mean? So, oh. what a disaster. That was an absolute disaster, man. I mean, it was such a shame, right? Because what annoyed me about that game was, well, well, well first of all, you know what I mean? Just to put a bit of context on it, we were all flat, weren't we? Yes. Right, because... We thought the Everton game we, was... We thought the Everton the game could be the one. I remember you said on the show last week, yeah. if, if they don't beat Everton, it's over. Right, and... Um, they dispatched of Everton easily. Oh. They beat Everton really, really well, 3-0. And then we walk into the game and we're thinking, all right, yeah, we need to beat Brighton, but even if we do, what does it really mean? I mean, these guys only need to win like, you know, what? One more game. One more game, two more games and it's done. You know what I mean? And, you know, but then even then, like, the, I think that resonated through to the players. They were really, really poor. They didn't, you know, I mean, the first half was like really a bitty game where nobody really dominated, you know. Um, and I just kept thinking to myself, we're just sleepwalking our way into and a defeat here because mm. we're not getting going. And then we give away that first goal, which was horrendous. I mean, I know there was a little stamp on Kivior's uh, foot, Prosthetic. but come on. And then, yeah, we just fell apart. It was uh, That was our worst home performance of the season by far. And Brighton again. <laughs> Brighton have got the number on us, haven't they? They beat us yeah. last year at home. The previous year, I think they got a draw. Remember, yeah, they got yeah. a draw with me. Yeah, I mean, they always seem to throw a spanner in the works beat at us home in the as, well. Cup as well. You know what I mean? League you know, Cup, we they beat us as well. Aside, didn't we? Yeah, but, it's just like mad. Huh? They just seem to have that have that sign on us. You know what I mean? Uh, but it was a poor performance. We didn't deserve to win. No, I didn't deserve to win. And you know, it's been interesting to uh, over the last sort of few days. Uh, to, to listen to what other people have been saying about that performance you know um, I didn't really feel angry about the performance if I'll be honest uh, but then what other, yeah but what other people have been saying you know what I mean like through the tailwind didn't show the same sort yeah. of fight I get all of that sort of stuff yep. you know what I mean um, a really really poor poor, poor performance. performance to me right when a lot of times this season I've been defending the team when mm. people say oh we bottled it and this and that. I say no we haven't bottled it and we're going to come to that sort of stuff right we've just you know, but that one that, that was a bottling performance because basically once they got that goal I don't know we just didn't I didn't see the right intensity I didn't see the right you know I mean if certain players had the right intensity and it just looked a really poor performance. We looked leggy as well in the game. We yeah. looked so leggy. There's certain players in that team right now, Lee. They look so leggy, yeah, right? Cooks. I mean, Ben White looks leggy. He got destroyed by Mitoma, but he got destroyed so easily. Yeah, and he's been fantastic all And he season. has been. Yeah. He has been, but he, he, for me, over the last few games has looked leggy. Well, listen, I, I think there's two things that I've, I've sort of took from it. Like, you know, this is the second year now coming back from international break. We've, we've faltered for whatever reason. I look at it and, and, and think like, you know, last, last time, we, do you remember we played Aston Villa and beaten them and they went into the international break. Then we had a nightmare, couldn't get it back. Very, very similar traits this yeah. season as well. Yeah. Very, very similar. Players coming back from, like, you know, I think Saka since the international break, not been that he's standard party, has been shocking since the international yep. break. Even when he came on, like, you know, Ben White. Another guy looks leggy, both yeah. of party looks like, you, you know, know. Ben White, of course, has not been there. Shinchenko gets pick, picking up injuries 
all season, if I'll be really honest. And I just think that, um, you know, the substitutions from Arteta on, on, you know, were baffling on on Sunday. I just think it was just a poor, poor thing all round. And, and I think really what it is, is that, we're, you know, and realistically, and, and I'm not making a defence here because my mate turned around and said, it, we've only been playing in two competitions all season. And one of them, we've, we've been rotating and, um, and actually went out at the first knockout stage. And so realistically, we've only been playing one or two games a week maximum. And, and we've looked tired and, and, and jaded. So the squad's not strong enough. And it, there's major work to be done in the summer. I'm telling Definitely. you this now, like, because, you know, the, the, there's players like Ben White who I've bigged up all season. You know what I mean? I, I was watching him and you know, Matone was on the right right at the beginning, wasn't he? And, and yeah. he swapped him over because I think he thought, well, I'll tell you what. He wasn't getting no joy out of Tierney, was he? wasn't getting that much, at, you know, because he's probably a little bit fresh and all that. Mm. But, but but no one's had Ben White this season. Mm. Why are they having him now, like, you know? And, and, and tired, man. Looks leggy. Tired. The last... Looks tired, you know what I mean? I mean, that's a very demanding position when you play that sort of right wing-back type thing. You've got to get up and yeah. down the pitch. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's a lot more energy required than if you're playing centre-back. You know what I mean? You're up and down, up and down all season. Yeah, um, that's a great point. And it starts to catch up with you. You know what right. I mean? And, you know, we've not really, in that position, there's not been no one to refresh it. You know what I mean? Like, it would have been Tommy Asu. Yeah, that was a big blow. You know, but Tommy Asu's been out since, what, like, months now. You know what I mean? So there's been no one to, to refresh in that area. You know, and I think you've seen the difference between Man City and Arsenal squad-wise, you know what I mean? When I watched that Everton game, you know what I mean? They arrested De Bruyne, they arrested um, Grealish, they arrested John Stones, but there was no drop-off whatsoever nah, because- that, That's the thing, Rob. Yeah, they bring in, they bring in Foden, they bring in Mares, they bring in um, Laporte, you know? Um, there's just no drop-off whatsoever. I think, I, I look at their team and I think the only position I can see there'd be a major drop-off in if a player's out is Rodri. Right, mm. and even then you got Calvin Phillips. Only because Calvin Phillips has not really got to grips with things. He's a top player. Yeah. So that's the question. Also, I wanted to really ask on today's show was how do we bridge the gap between Arsenal and Manchester City? How do we close the gap? Because we saw them in action in the Champions League. They utterly destroyed Real Madrid. People were having a go at us when we when we went up there. I thought it was, they got destroyed Madrid. That first half, uh, they, Madrid barely touched the ball. They couldn't get the ball. They couldn't get the ball. It was like, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, this is Real Madrid with Modric and, you know what I mean, well, he was Benzema. Kicking, he was kicking the ball out. He was getting the ball, Modric, and, and kicking it out. Honestly, right? Incredible. You know what I mean? They that was an incredible, incredible performance. Manchester City are on to do the treble. Who would bet against them now? Inter Milan in the final of the uh, Champions League. Man United in the final, and they're going to win the league over us. And I remember I was on a DR Sports, and we do this show the weekend roundup, and like you know, after the game against Brighton, everybody was having a go and Shit, having like their that, having their little laugh and stuff like that. And then I posed the question to, you know, because all the other guys represent different teams. You know, what I mean, Matisse, Chelsea, AGT, Liverpool, Flex, Man United, Abbey, Tottenham. I posed the question to them. I said, "All right, I get why you're laughing at Arsenal. I get the banter." I'd probably be doing the same, yeah, if it was one of you lot. But 
there's a bigger question there right now. How do anybody in this league right now bridge the gap between yourselves and Manchester City? Because they're about to win the league now for the fifth time in the last six seasons. That's becoming Farmers League settings. Yeah. Right? This is becoming, our league is becoming like what Bayern have been doing in Germany and what, you know, PSG are doing in France where and Celtic are doing up in, in Scotland. So no one's getting near to, you know, we've, we've had some seasons where obviously Liverpool have been the team that have challenged them, but Liverpool have only got past them once. We've challenged them this year. We've pushed them, pushed, you know, the, the amount of points we've got, we would have won other leagues, mm. right? And even we look at it and we think, boy, Arsenal have slipped up. We ain't lost that many games. We've had a couple of draws and a loss, but their record, their running has been perfect. They haven't, what, 15 aren't games undefeated. They've won every single one. I mean, that's like, and that's not unheard of. And, and easily, when you saw mm. that game, I thought it would be a tricky game for them against Everton. And they just like, slapped them offside. And how do you bridge that gap? Because I'm saying to those guys, Chelsea won't bridge that gap next year. I don't care if they're bringing in Pochettino. It's going to be a rebuilding exercise. They've still got lots and lots of problems there. They still don't have a striker. They've got lots of issues there at Chelsea, right? They're not going to bridge the gap. And even when you look at Chelsea, over the past five, six seasons, since the last time they won the league, they haven't been nowhere near City. No. Nowhere near. They've been 30 points off, 20 points off, that sort of thing every season, right? Liverpool, right? They're going to strengthen, you know, no doubt in the, the strengthening, plans to strengthen their midfield. Firmino, a couple of their players are leaving. They're strengthening their midfield, but they were trying to get Bellingham. Haven't got the money to do that. So they're going to have to get a, probably a lesser player to play in that area and they'll strengthen. And they're a good side, but they're not as good as City. They're no, they're no closer to City. They were closer to City before mm. when they had like Mane, Salah, and they were really at their peak. They're on a bit of a rebuild really to try and get back to that level. But I don't see that they be the team, right? Manchester United, sorry, you know what I mean? They are still way off Manchester City. They're improving, they're getting better, might get investment. But let's be real, Man United have spent the most money of any football club over the years. Yeah. Let's not forget that. And they still ain't got close to Manchester City, right? Tottenham, forget about it. They're in turmoil at the moment. They ain't even got a, they even seem like anybody wants to even come in and manage them right now. Harry Kane could leave. You know, they got no chance, right? Newcastle, they're still an emerging team. All right, they've got money to spend, but they're an emerging team. Still going to take them a few years to get close to it. And then you've got us. Great, great season we've had, but we're still going to probably finish six, seven, eight points off yeah. Manchester City. And what do, you know, what does everybody do to bridge the gap? And more importantly, what do we do? Because I don't really care about the rest. No. But what do we do to bridge that gap, to try and get close to Manchester City? Listen, all these people, all these fans can have a go and have a laugh and a joke and all that because they're relieved. A lot of jealousy in it, like, you know what I mean? They're relieved that, that we haven't won it because it hides all of their, their faults of every other club. Relieved, but they won't be, they won't be saying that like if we go well, like 10 years of them winning it straight. 
Well, uh, you know, I, I, listen, a couple, a couple of facts that you have to look at it like, you know, Manchester United now are turning around and saying, this is Manchester United, by the way, the biggest club in the country. Oh, man, Man City ain't our rivals. You know, it was Liverpool. <laughs> like, you know. Manchester United. Manchester City. There's a connection. You know what I mean? Like, you mm. know, they've, they've actually give up being the best team in Manchester. We're, we're Liverpool are our rivals. Always have been, always well, they're will be. They're about to take away their treble. They're going to take away their yeah. treble. Like, you know, and at the end of it, that was sacred. Yeah. But they're, they're happy to see, you know, like, let that go. You know what I mean? For a caribou. Well, they, to, to be real, right? They don't. They know that Man City are their rivals, right? But they, like, don't, they, wanna, they don't want to admit it. They, because they know they're nowhere near them. They're nowhere near them. The one team that I do admire, uh, all for all of this, and I was actually speaking to a Liverpool fan coming in today, like, you know exactly what it's like to be a Liverpool fan at this moment yeah, yeah, in time. Yeah, 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 you do. And, and because, they, because they're a brilliant side, Liverpool, right? Especially especially over the last few years, right? When they've had Mane, Salah, that, that Firmino, right? Brilliant side. And still, right? You look at some of the points tallies they've had and brilliant. they still didn't overcome City. And, and, you know, they lost one game and didn't win the league. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, you know, they haven't bottled it or anything like that. It's just been up against a, a machine that they can't can't compete with. A but of, of challenge for it, like, you know what I mean? And that's that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, Manchester United, all the money and everything. When was the last time they put a genuine challenge in at Manchester City? They haven't done it. No. Tottenham done it a few years ago um, w w when Leicester won it. That was their last real challenge. Mm. Uh Newcastle coming back and, and, and have got to be respected and watched. I'm telling you that now, mm. like, you know what I mean? Chelsea, as you turned around and said, they've won a few cups over the last year, haven't challenged since they've won mm. it. Arsenal, for a very, very long time, have not been involved and challenged, we have this, challenged this season. Yeah. Only two teams have challenged, challenged them. this season. Only two teams have challenged them over the last six right. years and, and Arsenal one, and Liverpool. And one of the things about it, when you can, oh, every fan can have a go at us and laugh and all that, like, but for the first time this season, we're going to Nottingham Forest like they all are, for, which has been for 15, 20 games. It's just a game of football. Yeah. It's a Premier League game of football over. But up, up until that Brighton game, there's been St. Ride on it for Arsenal, which is fantastic. Yeah. Now, how do you bridge that gap? Well, I don't know because I, I think Liverpool have been a fantastic team over the last few years. And look at them now. I think realistically, mentally and physically, it's done them. It's done them. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's going to be really, really hard to. They had Allison. Van Dijk, Marnie, Salah, Firmino, all in their prime, prime, for the last four or five years. And they've been fantastic. They've got one title to, to mm. go with that. But I will say what I admire about Liverpool, and this is saying that Arsenal have got to do, is that they've competed in other competitions as well. They've won the Champions League last season. People saying they had a disappointing season because they won two cups. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah, think but you know what? You know what? That's thing. great. That's great. But your bread and butter, the thing that every fan wants to win is the Premier League. Is the Premier League. But right? are, people are saying that Arsenal have had a good season for challenging. We have had a good season for challenging. I don't think. But uh, one trope is yeah, along I think the way next, as well. I don't think next year, it, next year people are going to want to see more than just the challenge now because the bar's been set. Because we haven't challenged for so long. It's been a good season that we've just challenged, but next season, people are going to want to see more on other fronts as well. But right now, the front, the the the, the holy grail for Arsenal is to win that title, right? 
the holy grail for Man United, the holy grail for Liverpool, for Tottenham, for, for Chelsea, is to win, because none of us have done it for so long. Because right now, the domination of the league is all mm. by Manchester City. And then when you see them play like they did against Real Madrid, you see them play like they did against us twice this season, you're like, well, to close this gap, I'm really it's honest. Be tough. I'm really honest now. I take it as a compliment if you lose three or four nil against them. Because <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because they up it. When yeah. they've played, when they've played Arsenal, they up it. They, they, they've really up. They've gone up a level. They've, I, I watched them against Real Madrid go up a level. I see them a few weeks ago um, beat beat Liverpool, mm. um, and everybody's going Liverpool rubbish. And I was just talking to Shiroi about that. Like, but realistically, they upped it against Liverpool. They, they, you know what I mean? And that's what's happening. So if you come up against a, a, a Man City and they really, really want it and all that, they're a, they're a very, very hard team to, to beat. Mm. I, I, I was impressed with them last night, but I was more impressed with them the, the, the week before when it just went a little bit against them and they kept control, kept their heads no, and all that. They're a well-oiled, well-coached, well-everything team. And also, not only that, they've got the squad. And that's where Arsenal, I think Arsenal have competed very, very well to, to go with them. Like, But where we've gone wrong, or where it's all gone wrong for us, is the last seven games, squad. we haven't got the squad. We haven't we've been got a bit the, unlucky with injuries. We've so been I mean, very, like very I unlucky said, with injuries. Like I said, even when you point out the Ben White situation, him being leggy, and Tommy Asu has been out literally virtually Saliba. since, what, January? Yeah, we've had Saliba. Um, Don't forget we've had Jesus out for three and a half yeah, months. We yeah. covered that well, by the mm, way. Mm. But but what was a was a was a poignant thing that this Liverpool fella said today? He said the the the, the, the time they won the league, they didn't hardly have an injury. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. They, they, they uh, he, he said that today. He said season. we had an injury-free season, so you need that little bit of luck. Mm. Now at the end of it, why haven't Man City pick up injuries like everybody else? Because they're only playing thirty games, they're all being rotated, all yeah. very very well. Yeah. So when it comes to this business end of the season, they are fresh. And I'm not making excuses here. It's a fact. They are fresh. The likes mm. of Arsenal, Liverpool, and other teams all out. You have a look at all the other, all the other teams now. You look at it. Forget Man City. Arsenal, last three or four games, have lost a couple of games here. Yeah? Manchester mm. United, the same. You know what I mean? Brighton have had a couple of poor re mm. results in there. Like, they lost 5-1 I mean? like, to Evan. They, they lost to Spurs. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know? Chelsea, well, forget about them this season. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know? But, and, and then you, you look at all of those teams, all flagging. You know what I mean? Newcastle, been yep. brilliant this season. Flagging. Yep. Why? Drew, drew Leeds. Why? Yeah, why? Lost Beca to us. Because at the end of it, all the teams now are on playing on empty. They're yep. playing on empty. The one team that's not, it's got a full tank, is... Is then yeah, it's, it's like not a hot hair at all, isn't it? He's been able to rotate the team. I was saying to my daughter, I was watching the game the other day, right? And I was saying... De Bruyne has been brilliant for them this season but I said to her I remember when De Bruyne first went to City he had a lot of injuries didn't he he had mm. a few little injuries right but what the he, Guardiola's done brilliantly with this season he's rotated him <clears throat> he didn't play against Everton you know what I mean you know what I mean he, he, he rested him up so he's fresh for this game and he's done that a few times with, with him this season you know what I mean he, he's been able to rest up didn't play him against Spurs yeah both times. Did John Stones who had injuries, same sort of thing. He's been able to rotate. And, that, and that's what I'm saying, right? For Arsenal now to close the gap, we need a better squad. That's that's 100%. That's 100%. I mean, like, I'm reading this week, uh, you know, I'm sure you've read it as well, that Granite Xhaka looks like he's going to yeah. leave. 
I don't know what your thoughts is on that. To me, again, now I'm looking at it and thinking, well, wouldn't he have been a good player to keep within the squad? Who's now, you know, next season, Champions League football. Now, I'm not against him leaving. I think he's had two great seasons, the last two. The previous ones haven't been, but the last two seasons, you know, the real Granite Jacker has turned up, especially this season. I think he's been brilliant this season. I can understand Arsenal not wanting to offer him a new sort of, you know, because apparently like Leverkusen are offering him like a four-year deal. I can understand Arsenal, he's 30 now, maybe not looking to offer him such a long-term deal. But if he goes, I think we got, because is Declan Rice the replacement or are we going to bring in two players like, you know, there was a rumour earlier on in the week, it was the Times newspaper who said it, that Arsenal are looking to bring in Declan Rice and Caicedo. Now, if that's the case and they're moving on Granite Xhaka, I'm really, really happy, yeah. right? That we'd be bringing in players of that quality because to me, that is what we're going to need to close the gap. 100%. Right? We need to bring in some top quality players to close that gap. Declan Rice would be a great, because I think he could do exactly what Jack was doing, but even better. Yeah, yeah. listen, but but if, you, if, you, if you're gonna get Declan Rice, just say for instance, you're getting Declan Rice and you're losing um, Shaka, you're back to where you were, yeah. as far as depth of squad. So yeah. what, what I'm saying is, and, I, and what I'm hoping is that Granite Shaka has been told that we're bringing in Declan Rice and we're bringing in Casido. We yeah. still want you to stay and he's probably thought, well, you know, I'm not going to get much game time there. Yeah. I, I, I want to, and, and do you know what? I'd be happy with that. Mm. I'd be very if if them two come in and and you know, uh, you know, Granite's done fantastically well. I'll be fuming if that's not the case, though. Yeah. Uh, I want, we want two. We we need two top class midfield players to go with what we've got to to to, to yeah. go on. Like you know, we're going to have a Champions gonna, League FA yeah. Cup. Carabao Cup, you all these sort of things to to three to games play. a week where you can't rest players. We've been this season. We've been able to rest players in the Europa League and get ourselves through the group yeah. stages um, quite comfortably. We won't be able to do that in the Champions League. No chance. Could be in a group of death. It's a group of death. Wherever, wherever you know you're going to go. It's going to be tough, 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 tough. And then in between that, you're going to have a tough game in the Premier League. So to leave ourselves short is going to listen. I, 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 I'm giving everything like credit to the, to the club at this moment in time. You know, Mikel Arteta has won me over since unbelievably this season. But next season, because we've got Champions League football, right? Our season tickets have gone right up. You know what I mean? Like, my, mm. my, like a lot more money I've got yep. to pay like this. This because of Champions League mm. football, right? So if I'm putting in my pocket, I want the club putting in their pocket. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because what's the point of it? You know what I mean, like, I, I, you know, if I miss Champions League football. To a certain degree that I have, it's I not the, have. It's not the be end and end of no, it. No, 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 I've missed it. Man. Uh, well, I, I've, I've not missed it. getting stuffed five one at. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I've missed getting stuffed five one, but I've missed nah, Champions League well, football. Yeah, I've missed Champions League football, and that, but I've not enjoyed uh, the, my last experience of Champions League football. Has left a little scar. Not, not going to lie. <laughs> five one at bloody uh, Munich and five one at home. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so we need to go into that competition and really be, you know. Serious, and I do think <coughs> Arsenal will. I think if Arsenal have got any ambition of being challenging Manchester City, Casido or, or and Rice 
or players of that ilk will be coming into that midfield. We need two, two top midfield players to go with what we've got. Look, look, looking around the team, what do we need, right? So, all right, goalkeeper, we're cool. Um, at the back. Now, to me, I think we possibly need a right back as well. Right? Even though I know Tommy Asu will be back from injury. Or, if you get Caicedo, seeing him the other day, he can play right back as well. That is what so you've got. So if you get Caicedo, he covers off a couple of positions, right? I think we need a centre-back. Um, I know we've got Kivio, but Kivio's more left-sided, right? Yeah. So that's cover for me for Gabriel. You've got Saliba, you've got Rob Holding. Rob Holding's been a great servant to Arsenal, but I think the time has come now. We've got to upgrade that. Yeah. Got to upgrade that. And that person who comes in there has to be a top-quality centre-back. Or could it be a right... A full, or could it that you move Ben back? White back into yeah, that? that that's and, what I think And then you bring in a full-back. They're talking about um, Cancelo, aren't they? Like, you know what I mean? That would yeah. be, I'm not yeah. saying him, but someone... Now, for real, he can but play right Cancelo, back, left back. Cancelo, two things. Number one, right, will Man City sell us another? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> I, I get the feeling now that they've changed their mind now when it comes to certain things. They, they've loaned him out. They, listen, Manchester City, look. They loaned him out to, to, to a Champions League side in Bayern Munich, like, you know what I mean? And they weren't worried about that. Yeah. They, they're not, but, still, they're, but still, like they're this. Not, they're not be worried about yeah. us. But they had, a, they had an option on it, um, so, 60 million. Now, to me, if he's going to cost 60 million, I'd rather buy Caicedo, who could play as a right back, yeah. but also drop into midfield as well. 100%. Right? That's who, where who I'm can going. Cover the, right? But definitely, it has to be looked at. The left-hand side, you've got Zinchenko, we don't know what's going to happen with Tierney goes. We need to bring in a left back as well. Well, I see. For for me, I think that you know we we've got to be we've got if we've got to be sensible about it. You know we've got to cut our cloth accordingly as well. Like you know, so for me, maybe Tierney goes. We get some money for him. Then you've got right. to bring in a left back. Well, you've got Tommy Asu that can cover that. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. he can do. So, he can do, but but that, that he, he done it done it fairly well. That 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 would be maybe something that they could think thinking about doing if you got to. So, you know, if you're going to get a rice and a and a casino, so somewhere along the line, you've got to make All a right. sacrifice. Okay, okay. So like that, that would be maybe one that they could one get. left back though with uh, with with um the record injury record of those two, of of Zinchenko and Tommy Asu. Yeah, Tommy so Asu's the, racking yeah, up that's, a that's, bad. He's racking up a very bad that, um, record they, when it comes to injuries. That's why they might go for that Concello because he can play left back and right yeah. back. So I don't know, but yeah. So we, you know, a good thing to do for me. I, 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 I just think also I, I'm, I'm of this of this thing of saying like centre half, two midfielders, them two midfield. For me, that is the most important thing of the whole the whole team. If you said to me like you can get Casido and, and Rice, but you can't have a forward, I'll take that. But I would need, take I that. think we need a forward as but well. But we do need a forward, we but need, I would take need, those two midfield We need players. either, I mean, there's talk this week um, about Reese Nelson leaving. There's been talk this week about Reese Nelson possibly signing, um, you know, they've offered him a new contract. If Reese Nelson stayed, would you still say you'd still need a right winger? Hmm. I think on the left side, we're all right because we've got, you know, Martinelli and we've got Trossard. We need one up I, there. I, I, I think we need a striker. I, I do. I mean, all right, Balogun could come back. We don't know what their, their plans are going to be on Balogun, but Balogun could come back. Also, I remember on the left-back position, um, Nuno Tavares could come back. Yeah. We don't know what their thoughts are going to be on him. He's had quite a good loan 
move to uh, to Marseille. What happens with him? You know, it's it's going to be really interesting this I summer. Also I, I would not... like to see a striker. I really would. Uh, um, what would you what, would you show Eddie? Possibly, yeah. If you get the right deal, because I look on it and I say Jesus, brilliant, but he's not lethal, is he? That's the one thing about not, lethal, not lethal. But it's not even just that. It's the I want a different type of striker. Yeah. That in certain games, who would you go for? That's the thing. That's you know, the, thing. The, 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 the thing is, you've got That's like I, I think you've got. <laughs> I mean, I love Ivan Tony, but you got, you got now three. we know he's out until January you've got next three. year, so that's out of the question. You got three, uh, I think, like in that like Osman at um, Osterman at um, Napoli. Osterman at Napoli, a hundred uh, at least a hundred and fifty million pounds. If you're buying the two midfield he's players, class. he's world club. If you're buying the two midfield players, you can't have him, like you know. Tammy yeah. Abraham's another one. Or, or, it's or Tammy, Tammy Abrahams to me. I, I think it's a tough. tough I like goal. Tammy Abrahams, but is that not the not the, the, the you're the, talking about lethal? Is he lethal? There's also um, uh, well, I've forgotten his name now. Juventus, the, the striker. Oh, Vla Vlavic. Vlavic, Dusan Vlavic at um, Juventus. You know, there, there's a lot of talk that they'd be willing to let him go, but he's not been. Prolific at Juventus, he's not lived up to the hype, which you know. Sorry, well, move from Fiorentina. I, I remember somebody else coming from Juventus that didn't quite live up to his uh, reputation. <laughs> yeah, and we done all right out of that. Well, we one. did all right out of that one, but this, so, um, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So I, I wouldn't be against that. I quite liked him before he before he went to Juventus. If I'm mm. be honest, hasn't worked out. For wouldn't him. be cheap. Again, well, even, again, even, even again, though he hasn't yeah, worked out. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly right. It's not going to be cheap. But if but, you look at it and say, right, we buy them. Say if we just, for instance, we've got 200 million to spend, right? So that 200 million, if you bought Rice and Casido, that would nearly be... 100, 150 150 million. to get both, I'd, I'd say 160. 160, yeah. To get maybe both. Maybe even 170. Maybe, maybe, yeah, 170. So we'll say like 170 million to get them. So it gives us 30 million to get somebody else. <laughs> but if you then say, right, okay, we sell Eddie for 30, 40 million. Yep. Right, we sell... Smith Rowe for 30, 40 million. Right? Balligan. Balligan. What would you get for Balligan? Balligan's going to be about 40. Um, yeah, probably 20, 40 million. Nah, to me, right? He's, I, I've seen very oh, like average him. strikers going for like 30 million, right? To me, Balligan's a striker. He's very young. Give him a go. He, Why he, don't we give him a go? Well, how old's Balligan? 20? 22 now, I suppose. Right. 21, 22. No, I think he's younger than that, and and he scored he scored nearly twenty goals this season. So like, I, 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 I wouldn't I would I would go with him. I'd say like you know you know you've, you've proved yourself a little bit like you yeah know. you could do you could go with him, but I just like Smith Rowe's going to be the one. Uh, you know I, I wouldn't, but if you if if yeah Balogun's twenty one. If you if you're saying to someone like right you're, you say for instance Arsenal do the business and they they have got those two midfield players in, right? Then you got Vieira as well. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do with him? Like, you know, well, they're I mean? not going to sell Fabio Vieira because well, you know, uh, this is his second season. Yeah, I think so I, gonna... I, but I don't see him contributing much to the, to the team. He's I, got to I, pick I up. feel Fabio Vieira is one of those players that maybe this was. He's 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 one of them players that you don't see that you're not going to see the best of him till the next season. Right, so I'm so, hoping that he comes through. Yeah, and it, well, next he needs season. he needs to. He has to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and and then you're looking at. Um, uh, where, where is Smith Rowe going to get into the team? Like, I'm a big Smith Rowe fan, as everybody knows. But I do think that this season, I've been really honest with you, like, you know, we are going to see a lot of sacrifice. 
you know, Shaq is a sacrifice. You know what I mean? Like, realistically, you know, we're selling him for 10, 15 million. Why? Why? Because he's only got one year left. One year left of his contract. You could actually say to him, right, you know, carry on. But they're, they're, they're going, oh, okay, we'll let you yeah, go. I, I, and I that's feel, to fund something else. I feel like what you said earlier is that, obviously, you know, he would have said to them, all right, I don't mind staying, but what's your plans? Yeah. And because if you're bringing in Declan Rice, I ain't playing every week. I know I'm not going to be playing every week. So what's your plan? So they've obviously given him the plans. Yeah. And he's and, forced well, that's what himself. we're hoping. You know, yeah, he's probably said to himself, I ain't going to be playing a lot. And, and, and if we can get 10, 15 million, that goes into the pot to, yep. get, to get something else. You know what I mean? Like Reese Nelson, we're going to get nothing for because he goes yep. on a free. So there is going to be sacrifices. But for me, and I, and I don't mean this all because football is ruthless. If we're getting, say, Casido, we're getting Rice and we're getting Vlarovic, just for, say, for instance, I'm not saying that we are, but those sort of players. And, and, and then on the, the other side, you've got to let Smith Rowe, Eddie go and Tierney go. You're probably going to go with that, Robbie, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, that'd be three excellent signings yeah. if we did do that. And that's what it's going to come down to now. We've yeah. got to be a bit... Um, I mean, the forward line, I, I, you know, I mean, you look at Liverpool's forward line and they've got a wealth of riches there. I know they're getting rid of Firmino, right? I think, you know, I mean, uh, then having said that, we have scored a lot of goals this season. Oh, and, listen, you know, if we went in with that, that, that same, if we went in with that same, uh, same front four or whatever it is, Trossard, them, them guys, with, with Rice, Casido and, and a central defender, I wouldn't be too... Yeah. And too, I do uh, really want to see a strengthen at the back, man. Like, you know, two, Saliba two was brilliant, but the minute he came out, man, the drop-off is huge. incredible. Right, so, you know, we need to have somebody that comes in there that the drop-off is not huge, you know what I mean? Um, and I, 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 I just... I just want to see quality only coming in for us. It's the only way to bridge the gap. And then even then... You still look on it and say, even with those suggested signings, there's still not a what you'd say. You've said this before. There's no world-class player in Arsenal's no. team. Right? And again, to bridge that gap with City, I mean, they've got a few world-class players. They've got, um, obviously, De Bruyne. They've got um, Haaland of world-class quality in their team. Um, I think you could put that Diaz, Ruben Diaz at the back, centre-back, yeah. into goal that keeper. category as well. And the goalkeeper. They've got about four world-class players in their team. And the rest are all class. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what as well. Maybe Arsenal should have a little shout-out at Gundogan as well. Because he's available on a free... Yeah, like you know, quality, you know, quality, quality yeah, footballer. But these, these, this is the, you know, they've got quality. And, we don't <laughs> and don't forget, we don't know what they're going to add as well. No, well, they're, they're going to they're gonna add something to it, aren't they? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I look at it yesterday, like, you know, there was rumours that, that Barnard Silver was going to be leaving at the club. and, and was Silver, Silver, yeah. Yeah. He was fantastic yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, And he hasn't been a regular in that team. No. You know what I mean? Like, so... So I'm saying with... That, that's what I'm saying with how you said it, you called it perfectly at the start, right? That they the way they're able to rotate, yeah... Their, their, their thing is the epitomising of rotation and that you've got all of these players are first team players yeah. Morris is a first team player <clears throat> Gundogan is a first team player right 
but they're just rotating them in and out, in and out, in and out. It's not really like you're seamless. You're not dropped, tight. No, 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 no. You're just no, rotated no, no. in and out, in and out, <laughs> in and out. Foden, you rotated in and out. You know, he, you know, he, he'll do a thing where Foden will have a stretch of like ten games. He's dropped back out again, and the next man comes in, and uh, you know what I mean. He's the master of doing that, Pep. That's what we that, got to do. That, that is something that I've admired. But you got to have a squad. I've admired about him over the lot. You know, I'm going to be really honest with you. Like, I've, I hate Pep now. <laughs> oh, no, I really do. Because why? Because he's been a rival now. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so thank you, Mikel, because I used to just admire what he'd done and everything. Mm. Like, but now he's getting on my nerves. He's too right? good. Because he's good. Look what he's done with Walker. Yeah. Five six weeks ago, said, "Oh, he's probably not good enough for my team and all that." Like, look at him now. Yeah. Look at him now, you know what I mean? Like that is just getting into someone's head and just giving yeah. him a little bit of a kick up the old backside that you need to push on and all that, like you know. And he was—he's been outstanding. <sighs> and Walker's been rotated a lot. Yes, they've been left out and all that, like you know. So they do it with all of their players, and we've got to be able to do that. Mm. If Arsenal are gonna come, I, I don't think like you know. Listen, if I heard what Flex was saying the other day. I don't expect Arsenal to be where you are this season and all that, like, because other teams are going to go here and go there, right? If Arsenal were to get Casido and they were to get Rice and they were to get Lovitch, it doesn't mean to say that we're going to no. win the league. No. But what, what, what it will do is guarantee us a, a challenge, better, you know, because like, mm. we'd be a better team and better squad than what we are now. Yeah. And that, you know, and, and that will keep us in, that, in the hunt for the, the challenging part. Mm. You know, we wouldn't be looking over our shoulder at the other teams coming up. But if we don't buy properly in this summer, we could be looking over our shoulder and like, mm. you know, uh, but, but our aim is isn't Manchester United at this moment in time. It has been in the past, getting above Man United, Tottenham and all that like, you know. What our aim now is, is to get to challenge for Manchester City. Now, one thing I think has been a massive positive and it's been overlooked for, 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 for us Arsenal fans and we've got to look at it. I came out of White Hart, uh, the new Tottenham Stadium last season, to getting beaten by them, to them having parties on the street because they got top four. Right, parties on the street, they're going mad and mm. all that. Like, not knocking it, good luck to them because we'd have probably done the same, party and all that. When we got top four this season, did we celebrate it? No, didn't matter. Didn't matter. Yeah. Did it? Did we celebrate in get, getting above Tottenham this season? Didn't no. matter. Did we celebrate coming second this season? No, because no. it didn't matter. So that's the standards we've set yeah. now. We weren't partying on the street. Yeah. You know what I mean? When we, we when wanted we were, the big prize. We wanted the big prize. That's what you've got to be aiming for. You know what I mean? Aiming mm. for the big prize. We tried for it this season, we fell short, but we was aiming for it. Mm. No one I know was celebrating. When we got, oh, we're guaranteed Champions League football. We mm. have a song about it, right? But we never celebrated it like we we would have done last season. I'm not knocking mm. Tottenham. This is not having a dig at anybody mm. because if we would have won that game last season at, at Tottenham's ground, we'd have been celebrating mm. of getting into the top four. Mm. But this season we've not celebrated it because we was pushing, pushing and trying to get the title. And we've got to be doing that again next season, like you know. And the I mean? only way to do that is to is to strengthen. Um, there, of course, there is a game this weekend. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. But um, the last away game of the season, Nottingham Forest away. Um, no pressure. No pressure. Difficult game. If we lose the game, City have won the title without even kicking a ball. Yeah. Right. So, so um, part of me says like that's all right. Right. You know I mean? Nottingham Forest have actually. Uh, I know we beat them five 0 at home earlier on in the season. Absolutely destroyed them. But Nottingham Forest at home are a different proposition. Yeah. And they've actually beaten us the last two times we've played them at home in the FA Cup. Remember, like. Yeah. 
You know, they've given us a hard time. We know that it's a ground. It's a great atmosphere there, you know, and add to that the fact that Nottingham Forest are fighting for their lives right now. I mean, it's precarious for them down at the bottom. They really need a win to... Well, you know, a win would... Uh, I think a win safe. would probably secure them out of the... Uh, out of the relegation zone. Now, um, out, 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 you know, would probably secure their future in the Premier League. What sort of team would you play on Saturday? Because I, I, I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, last two games of the season, I'd make a lot of changes, you know. I'd make some changes. I don't know if it's the right thing to do because, you know, you, you, the integrity of the league and everything like that. And we're not going to win the league now. It's done. They've they got three chances, Manchester City, to, to win the league. They want Chelsea at the weekend. You see what they did to Real Madrid. What the hell are they going to do to Chelsea? They, you know what I mean? Knowing if they win that game, they win the league in front of their own fans. Right? So to me, I'm not saying the Forest game doesn't matter. I want to go there and I want to win that last away game. Let's try and get as many points as we can. But I, I, I've been looking to make a few changes, Lee. I'd start Reese Nelson for starters. Yeah, I would start Reese Nelson in place of Saka. No, I wouldn't start him in place of Saka. I'd start Reese Nelson on the left-hand side instead of... um, Well, well, Martinelli's out. Martinelli's out, and I'd start him on... When he came on on that left-hand side, Yeah, I would now. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Right, I'd start him. Um, Maybe a shout for Smith Rowe to start the game as well. In place of? Maybe starts instead of Xhaka. I don't know. It's a tough call in a way. I don't know. I want to see some changes, man. Because I, I, I don't. Feel, I, know, I don't. I think like, the one change is Nelson coming in. So do you know what I think? He deserves it. His cameo performances, and you know when he's come on as a sub, he's, he's made oh, things happen. Double player I'll start be Eddie. What Eddie instead of uh, Jesus? Why? Just him in the shop. No, just a bit of a reward for saying you know you've done well this season for us, especially when things was, was going against us. And it's two games to go. Go out there and try and get a couple of goals. Start. Put Jesus on the bench. Well, I don't think Jesus has been that bad. No, he ain't. No, I'm not, I, it's not because Jesus has been bad. It's just that I'm sort of saying, being too nice, Robbie. We're, we're, you know season's I mean? done, man. You know yeah, the I mean? season's I, done, I, but I, I, you've still I, got to I, finish I make... it off well. You've still got to... Yeah, but I, all right, not wholesale changes. And a couple also, of changes, a couple of changes, yeah, couple of change. I, I agree with you on a couple of changes. And also, it ain't fair on the likes of Leeds and Everton and, and teams like that if we start doing that. You know what I mean? We wouldn't like it. We, like, nah, Arsenal fans After I saw Pickford's performance in yeah, goal the other day, and West Ham I argue done a toss it, about Everton. West Ham right? done it and all that. Yeah, like. West Ham rested players. Uh, remember they, when they played uh, City, Declan Rice and all that were rested. Yeah. Right? And I understood it because, you know, they... Gone off West Ham, by the way. <laughs> Coming home on uh, no, I have. I've had a little soft spot for West Ham, but coming home on Sat- Sunday after, and I sort of bumped into a few West Ham fans, and they're all singing, you know, that, you know, we're having a party because Arsenal messed it up and all that, like you know what I mean. Yeah. So, bit harsh. Bit harsh. They just lost a two 0 to Brentford. You know what I mean? These, this is what I'm saying mm. about these clubs. They don't realise what you know. Yeah. You know, but listen. Um, good luck to uh, Alkmaar tonight. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Forest, and then we finish off with Wolves. But you think we'll beat Forest? Yeah, why not? Why not? Like, I, I think. I mean, Forrest, listen, we're better on the road. We know we, that. Uh, yeah, we are better on the road. Listen, I, I think road. that Forest have done. Uh, do you know what? I, I, I want Forest to survive. I'm going to say this now. That the reason I want them to survive is because they're stuck by the manager. Yes, that yes. got them 
promotion. Like, yes. You know what I mean? They was down and when he took over, they was bottom of the championship, right? And that to me, to get them into the Premier League, he deserved every every opportunity to, to make them stay. And if they stay, I think that's well done to the to the ball and everybody that's backed him. If yeah. if if things go wrong next season, that's a different thing then. Mm. But I think that he deserved his and think of all the changes that were made yeah, at that club. Yeah, you know, horrend- horrendous, really. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, I, I, I would like to see him survive on on that. Yeah. Thriller. I think now, if they if they win, they survive, isn't it? Because they've got thirty four points, so they're two above uh, Leeds at the moment as it stands. Three above Leeds, two above um, Everton. If they were to win, and there might be like one game left, you know, although they ain't got a great goal difference. Um, but if they was to win, Leeds can't catch them. Yeah, so and they, Leicester they, wouldn't be able to catch them. So they'd be so, so they're going to be going all guns yeah, yeah. in that game. They've got so much to play. It's their for. last home game of the season. So yeah. what they'd be saying is their last home Premier League game. Listen, tough, tough game. Another reason that I'm, I want Nottingham Forest to survive is that they took a point. They did take points off Man City for us, like you know. Yeah, I mean? they like, did. They, they took they, a point off City, you know, and give give us a little bit of hope that day uh, yeah. when we beat Villa. So, listen, if that, it, it, it'd be a difficult one for us, I'm, I'm really looking forward to going there because, like, the last couple of times we've gone there is in cup games. This would be a different uh, mm. experience being in the Premier League for a long, long time, and. Uh, yeah, I, I do think that, you know, Arsenal have... Uh, I think Arsenal, it's very, very important that we just see the season off. I've said this time and time again, we don't pitter out and end up mm. like so many points behind them. And when you look at the table at the end, it says Man City 10 points for... It doesn't really give a real reflection mm. of the, that we, we've we've gone toe-to-toe with them most of the season, like, mm. you know what I mean? So I think it's important that Arsenal try and win the game. Uh, and I do think that we're a much better team defensively away from home. That's something we've got. Mm. We've got to address got to next season, that, yeah. so, you know. But like, yeah, win these next two games, uh, and um, you know, like, yeah, I don't want to see too many changes. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, we'll find out. Um, don't forget to check out our previews of the game, and um, also starting eleven as well. Predicted eleven. Uh, I think in that I'm going to be giving you my eleven. I'm making a few changes, man. So make sure you check that out. Also, don't forget, the Invincible podcast is coming to you live with an audience. We've already sold a load of tickets. It's the big one on Tuesday, the 23rd of May. Me and Lee are going to be there. Um, Lots of um, the rest of the AFTV crew, Turkish, Cecil, James, um, Ty is going to be there. We're going to be doing a Q&A. We're going to be speaking about the season. Um, you do not want to miss it and um, you're going to get a chance to ask as many questions as you want and uh, it's going to be a real little celebration and of course we will be crowning our player of the season right so you'll be able to find out who that is on the night so make sure you get your tickets the link is in the description it's at the Islington Assembly Hall Tuesday the 23rd of May um, and it's going to be brilliant I'm so looking forward to seeing you guys so make sure you come down on the night Lee take it easy mate yeah, go and rest up I'm going to rest up now till Tuesday you're going to be fit for that thing on Tuesday I've got to be fit for Tuesday <laughs> like, you know what I mean? and, 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 if you yeah. do, and if you do meet me on Tuesday don't, don't be bashing me on the back like, you know what I mean? <laughs> don't want no pets on the back like, you know? and uh, listen we look forward to the game on Saturday Arsenal going to Nottingham Forest we'll both be there make sure you check out all the fan cams and that after the game um Last home game of the season. We've been brilliant on the road. Let's hope we can finish it off um, in style on the road against Nottingham Forest. And then, of course, next week, last game of the season. Oh, why couldn't we have taken it to the last game? Ah! 
But it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Um, it's been a great season. It's been, you know, a season where we've been challenging. It's a shame that we didn't challenge right down till the end, but we keep going. Um, thanks for watching the show. Subscribe here and we'll see you next week. Download the podcast at all your normal outlets. The Invincible Podcast. Myself, Robbie and Lee Judges come together once a week to discuss all things Arsenal. Straight talking, considered discussion brought to you by the fans of the only club in football league history to go invincible. Sports Social Podcast Network.